in episode 124. And I, I set up a session with her and she made me over and loved the way I looked. Took some fantastic photos. And at that point, when I got to see what is a possibility, that was when I said, all right, now I'm really going to try to see this through. If, 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 some, if somebody's happy doing something and it doesn't affect your life directly, then why do you care? And the one thing that I've always been able to come back to that I've been able to get a smile put on my face or kind of forget about what's bothering me is becoming Thea. Now that's a preview of what to expect from my curious conversation with Thea, a 33-year-old cross-dresser living in the northeastern United States. Another curious conversation coming your way, so if you loved what you heard in that intro, you know what to do. Stay tuned. We've got more Thea here on the Cross Yas podcast in another installment of Curious Conversations with me, your girl, Giselle Marisol. So, shall we get started? Yas! Yas, yas, yas! Yas, 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 yas! Cross Yas Podcast with Giselle Marisol. Yas! Yas! Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to the Cross Yas podcast, the podcast that still says yas to everything related to cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender. My name is Giselle Marisol, and I'll be your host and guide into the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender. Help support the podcast by going to our website, www.crossyaspodcast.com, and click on our Patreon links that we've got bonus stuff for you to enjoy. Chat with me or my Cross Yas team of contributors and lovely listeners on our Cross Yas Confidential Discord, which the link is also available on our website for even more support. And finally, if you enjoyed Thea's story and have your own personal story that's cross-dressing, sexuality, and or gender-related, but you're like hella hesitant because you're probably thinking to yourself, hmm, does anyone really want to hear my story? Well, duh, you know me and you should know the answer by now. The answer is obviously... A loud frickin' yes! Hit me up, Giselle, at crossyaspodcast.com. DM me on Instagram at crossyaspodcast. Or chat me up on Discord, rochi underscore mochi pound 7325. Can't wait to hear from you. We've reached July, and well, it's a hot one. Yeah. It is super hot. Yeah. It's getting real hot around here. It's super hot in Southern California, and I'm sure it's hot where you are. And I hope you're living your hot girl summer. This summer, speaking of hot girl summer, in this curious conversation, I speak to Thea, a crossdresser living in the northeastern United States, who I've been dying to get on the podcast, and I'm so happy to finally have her on. She's got a, quite a story to tell. I'm excited to share her story here on the Cross Yas podcast. So, no more waiting. Here's Thea. Happy listening. Welcome, Taya, to the Cross Yas podcast. How are you today, girl, for all the people listening, the one person listening, me and you? <laughs> I am doing fantastic, thank you. And, uh, of course, I was asked, what brings you to the podcast, Taya? Well, first off, I should I should probably correct pronounced Thea. Um, yeah, oh, see, my, bad, my, my apologies. No, no apologies. That's, I'm canceled. I'm canceled. I'm done. I'm done. That's, that's <laughs> quite okay. It's, it's not, a, not a common name, and people are entitled to to mess it up it's you know thought that counts and whatnot so but yeah what what brings me here I, i've been a a listener i stumbled across your podcast uh, about a year ago on a on a trip 
I won't say halfway across the country, but across a few states. I had probably about eight hours in the car to kill, so um, stumbled across your podcast and banged out quite a few interviews in that time and, you know, just got hooked. And, you know, it's a community that I am a part of, so I've enjoyed hearing from a lot of other people. You have you had asked me after I reached out, like, you know, I found out about your interview probably about a year ago, um, whether, I want, whether or not I wanted to participate at that time and wasn't quite ready, but um, here we are a year later and uh, we're talking. Yay, yes, yes. Um, are you dressed right now, Tia? I am not. Um, oh. Can't uh, can't do it a whole lot on weekdays right now. I I was unemployed throughout the, the COVID timeframe for about the past year, but had recently gone back to work and that cuts into my Thea time. Okay. It just sounds like you're playing with a bracelet or something. It's like, oh, maybe she's dressed right now. Ooh, is she? Is she? No? Uh, no. Just maybe tossing my hair around, but there's there's nothing there that's probably going to make too much noise. Oh, darn. I thought you had, I thought you were wearing bracelets. Okay. All right. Well, well, are you, uh, of course, the first question I always ask, so um, are you a crossdresser? Are you trans? Or do you think that's the same thing? Because I think it is. But um, what, what, like, what? I mean, you obviously listen to the podcast for a reason, because are you a crossdresser um, or do you have to identify as one? Mm-hmm. Right. So we all know that it's a it's a very wide spectrum. And um, I will agree with you that um, whether you're, you know, a crossdresser or um, non-binary or, you know, any of the any of the terms um, kind of falls under the, the transgender umbrella. So I will kind of agree with your opinion of yourself saying that, you know, you're a transgender crossdresser. Um, I, I will kind of say that. Do I foresee myself going to the lengths of transitioning at this time? No, but it's, I'd be lying if I said that I haven't thought about it every once in a while, but right now I'm kind of content and happy within, you know, kind of both sides of my life. Okay. And so of course, when did it start for you? Tia, how early did you know, or was it last week or last year or? (laughs) Well, I've been, I've been dressing for the vast majority of my life. Um, 33 years old now. And, you know, I can, I can remember in, you know, single digit age or ages, um, just trying to, you know, sneak on, you know, little bits and pieces from, you know, my mom's wardrobe or whatever the case is when my parents were out of the house. But when did I actually realize it was more than I should hear the thing it's it started for me as potentially like fetish level but it evolved to much more than that so now it's a lot more just you know emotional you know kind of how I just feel comfortable and the whole like fetishizing and like sexualization of it is long in my rearview mirror um, but I would say probably about 10 to 12 years ago, um, is when I, you know, really kind of just said, you know what, this is, this is kind of something that I enjoy and I'm going to do it. And, you know, it included buying little bits and pieces of you know, my own wardrobe purged several times, got to the point of why am I wasting money? So decided I'm never going to do that again. And here we are now, and uh, over the past year is when I've really started to try to accept um, 
who I am and try to work on a path of, um, you know, self-love and self-appreciation and um, just embracing more about who I am. Yes, yes. What, what, uh, it's probably the pandemic, but what changed in the past year that made you be like, oh, I should probably come back to this? <laughs> um, definitely, definitely having, having available time um, with the pandemic and um, being, I would say, let go from my job just, you know, due to COVID protocol and everything along those lines. Just having that time. But about a year, like, again, I keep saying it, but really about a year ago, I decided that I was going to try to take things a step further. And aside from just clothing attire, I was going to try to delve into the world of makeup, which I'm very happy that I did at this point. But I had no idea what to buy, um, you know, how to, you know, match my skin tone or anything along those lines. So I didn't want to just buy random things because makeup's not cheap. It is not. It is not. It is very expensive. It is very expensive, especially in the higher brands. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And you know, I I don't want to just get low quality stuff. If I'm if I'm gonna do this, then you know, I want to you know kind of go all in and you know try to get quality makeup. So um, I had reached out to um, a local makeup artist that specializes in um, you know crossdressers, transgender. Um, you know, just really the, the male to female makeover type thing. And I, I set up a session with her and she made me over and loved the way I looked, took some fantastic photos. And at that point, when I got to see what is a possibility, that was when I said, all right, now I'm really going to try to see this through and again, embrace more of this side of myself. Yes. Yes. Um, that's awesome. Cause you know, I, you need to do that because if you don't, you know what happens <laughs> clearly you purge and then you get scared or, um, whatnot. I mean, what caused you to purge in the first place? What was it that made you say, "Ugh, can't do this anymore. It's, it's a lot of pressure from outside influences, so to speak. So there's been a couple times just that, um, where my parents had found, you know, the, the little stash of clothing that I've had and but they had kind of urged me to stop what I was doing and get rid of everything, which was very tough growing up, um, but always came back to it. And I'd go a couple months with, you know, quote unquote, being fine. But then, you know, the urge returns, so to speak, and I have to go and find something else. So slowly build up pieces of my wardrobe again and things were found again. Get rid of it. Then I put a lock on my door and I'm going to do things. Finally. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, do things behind, you know, a locked door and whatnot and then get to move out and do everything on my own at my own schedule and whatever I want to do which, which is such a liberating feeling. Yes. Yes. So let me ask you, who knows about your cross-dressing routine? And, um, I mean, your parents obviously found out early, but are you in a relationship? Do, do your friends know now, or, you know, you have kids, that sort of thing. So I, I've never admitted to my parents. Um, I've always, you know, felt that, that deep shame and always tried to come up with some, 
lame excuse that we all know now was never believable. Um, no, they know your parents are not stupid. <laughs> they yeah, made you so. cor- <laughs> correct. Um, certainly, certainly not stupid. But whether they know that it's continued this far in my life, I don't know. Whether they thought it was just a a phase could be, but whatever the case, the only the only other people that are in my life, I literally just told the fourth person last night. So there there are four of my friends hey. that know. Okay. Yeah. Well, how'd they take it then? Happily, they took it all very well. I have not gotten any negative feedback from anybody that, that I've shared with. They they took it very well. They were very supporting. They they asked questions, and I just answered them truthfully and honestly, and basically ended up with a, a good for you. So the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, anticlimactic, right? You're like, oh, that's it? Really? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're expecting it to be a, a whole big deal, like, spend a lot of time just prepping yourself and building yourself up for it. And it's just, it, it almost falls flat. Like it, it was never a big deal in the first place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the first couple of people I told were people that I considered, you know, safe bets that I was pretty confident that they'd be okay with it. And um, it kind of transitioned into the, the fourth person. Like I said, I told last night was, um, somebody that I, I truly just wasn't sure how they'd take it, but the events of the night just kind of led to it. And I just kind of dropped the bomb, so to speak, and said, this is me. And it was a, you know, a big wow moment. But again, it just turned out to like, Hey, you do you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and are you, attracted to other cross-dressers because i want to go into your relationship status are you with somebody have you been with someone um whatnot i i am currently single there i've never kind of explored thea with another person so i haven't shared it in any type of intimate setting or any relationship setting at this point as for just who i'm attracted to and everything along those lines i still have still have attraction to the female form there there absolutely are you know other cross-dressers and you know trans women and everything that i also am attracted to also but it's definitely just the the femininity the you know the the female form um that i am attracted to okay okay have you i guess seeked out other relationships or are you kind of just waiting for the right time and and would you divulge that cross-dressing information, you know, to your potential dates or whatnot? Short answer is yes. Um, whether it would be a something that I would divulge right away, I, I don't know. It's, it's something that I'm, again, I'm on a path of my, you know, embracing myself and everything along those lines and everything that comes along with me. Um, and Thea is part of me. So I've tried to become more open and honest about that part of me. So, so yes, I, I definitely would share. Am I actively looking for a relationship at this point in time? No. Um, to be quite honest, I just don't know if I have the time right now to dedicate to somebody else. Um, just life being, being busy and whatnot. Okay. Okay. As they say, you're living your best life, Tia. Right? Try, trying to. <laughs> trying to. 
um uh as far as um the um where you are where where are you tia like where you are where are you in the united states because i'm if you're from the midwest i'm gonna laugh but <laughs> um no i am i am in the northeast i am in connecticut oh okay okay so um, east coast girl there are crosses. yeah okay okay and there are cross dressers out there but have you reached out to any of them are you on anything like online as far as like meeting meeting up or just talking to other cross dressers or trans people um yes so um Again, a lot of things have just transpired within the past year or so, but um, I, I have found a, a great community on Kick and the groups within Kick, and um, just reaching out to some people there with, you know, again, common interest. Um, I'm I'm in one group that I absolutely love that is a combination between um, cis females, trans females, crossdressers, um, pretty pretty much the entire mix, but, um, all under the, the female, um, ideal, so to speak, and just a, a very supporting group. And, um, you know, it's, it's active. People are talking daily, sharing photos, um, encouraging one another, you know, complimenting one another and whatnot. So that's, that's been a, a great group that, that I found there. Um, not necessarily local, um, there, there's people that are across the United States, um, a bunch of people in, in New York city, which is not too far from me, but I guess that's relatively local, but also, um, there's people, you know, from across the pond over in England and whatnot. So, um, just a very, a very broad, uh, range. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know what kick is, because I know what kick is, what what is kick? If you could describe it to someone who doesn't know what it is, or is looking for a community in kick, what is that? Sure. So, um, I mean, I describe kick as kind of a a little bit more of an anonymous messaging app, where you can kind of create your own username, but you don't need to provide any personal details. So, if you're still nervous or not ready to share certain personal things about yourself, you can basically sign up on kick as whoever you'd like and um, message with other people individually or join groups. Um, there's games that you can play on it, you know, with, with bots and whatnot, but it's, it's just a kind of a, a messaging app, so to speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My experience with kick. I mean, I met some amazing people like Emma Scarlett, who was a person on this podcast or a guest um, and other countless other friends, uh, my other experience is there are a lot of dick pics that are being sent through Kick. <laughs> I don't know if you have that experience. Yeah, have you had that? Uh, sure. Uh, it it certainly ha- it, <laughs> sure. It, 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 sure. Yeah. It <laughs> it happens. Um, I mean, but you know, for the most part, if you don't have your your username just publicized all over the place, and um, if you turn your DMs off in the groups that you join, it kind of kind of limits that so i i haven't received one for quite some time thankfully right <laughs> um yeah it's so weird because they come out of nowhere you're like did i ask for this i don't know did anyone did anyone miss their dick did someone <laughs> someone replace this like, a what? lost and found poster <laughs> right right you're like uh okay thanks <laughs> like i don't know what am I, what am I doing with this what, what? so um yeah. but yeah I, I found a a nice community um you know, on kick for that. Um, 
something else that I, I've recently used that um, was kind of, kind of a stretch um, at the beginning and kind of a, a nerve wracking thing. But um, again, just on my own journey, you know, I joined up with a Bumble on the BFF side. So nice. we all know Bumble oh, as, nice. you know, the dating side, but mm-hmm. um, there is also a BFF side, just people that are looking for friends and whatnot. So um, I had recently joined that um, as Thea. I have pictures up there as Thea. And it's just basically, this is who I am. Um, you know, I'm a crossdresser. I'm looking for a supporting community. Um, you know, I want friends. I want people to know who I am unashamed and, you know, let's go shopping. Let's, let's do makeup, yes. whatever the case is. Yeah. Like, let's, let's just live life. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. and, uh, I'm very happy to say that there's been a multitude, um, of cisgender females that, that are on it that have been very supportive and I've had conversations and actually, met a few of them um oh wow not, uh, yeah. not as thea but um you know obviously sharing pictures and just getting to know and letting them know right off the bat that this is this is a part of me and i i probably will um uh, at some point you know present in front of them and go out shopping and everything that i want to do Yes. Um, has anything ever developed more than a friendship? Because obviously, you know, like when you get really close and intimate with your Thea self, um, you would think, or at least I would think that'd be like, oh, maybe, maybe they want more. Nothing ever happened like that. Yeah. No. Um, I mean, that's, that's not really, I guess my objective on, on that side of things. Like I'm, I'm truly just looking for friends and, you know, I'm, I'm not looking to you know, find a date or, you know, find somebody to lay with. Um, I'm, I'm truly just looking for friendships. Um, so, so yeah, nothing, nothing has transpired further than just some conversations and, um, you know, dinner, coffee, whatever the case is, um, on a friendly level. Fascinating. Fascinating. Would, you are attracted to females, though, it sounds Correct. like. And you said you're attracted to femininity, but you're just not looking for something right now. Correct. Like. Um, so I, w- I would say if if it was, if the topic was broached or like brought up or like I was being hit on from the person that I was out with, I can't say that I wouldn't reciprocate. But again, that's just not not my objective for that. Like I'm I'm not trying to, you know, in, in different terms, I'm not trying to disguise my intent as friendship when I'm really looking for more. Um, it's, it's truly just friendship that, that I'm there for. So it really does seem like you're taking this year to really explore Thea. Is that what it is? That's what it sounds like. Right? Yes. Um, so it's, it's been a lot of small steps this year, uh, which has turned into you know, one giant leap, but, um, I'm not really, I'm not really trying to look back. It's, you know, continuing forward and, um, again, just continuing on, on my own journey of self-acceptance. 
Very cool. I, that's so awesome. Um, and you talked about looking at the sexual part, like in your far rear view mirror. What changed from it just becoming sexually like sat- gratifying to like, okay, now we want to do something more with the, uh, we want to see where this goes. What changed really? I don't know if I can answer that with a clear answer because I, I don't know. Um, it's just, it's almost like one day just a, a switch flipped and, you know, now it was, it was more appealing to me just in like kind of how I looked in the mirror versus, you know, trying to, you know, be aroused throughout the, you know, situation. So, um, it could be, could be maturity just, you know, growing up and it could be the, the very initial start of realization that this wasn't just a fetish, um, Mm -hmm. and everything. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know if I have a clear answer to be quite honest. And I appreciate that because some people do fake answers and I'm like, well, you don't really know, do you? <laughs> but hey, that's a great answer. Um, and, but I also bring that up because a lot of, and I hate the elite, elitism, elitism uh, from transgender people or trans people who say, well, cross-dressers, they're just looking for it for like the sexual kink side. And I'm like, yeah, some of us, or some of us might be, but like, like you, you're talking about like, oh, that was something I did in the past, but now it's like, I want to see what else is out there, Right there's more to it. And I just want to understand, like, I wish under people do understand in the trans community and whatnot that like there is such, and we talk about spectrums and we talk about scatter plots about varying degrees of where you are within that, you know, scatter plot or spectrum. Cause some of us do start with cross-dressing and start, some of us do start off as a fetish and we're like, actually, no, I want more than this. I want to see what else is out there. Cause I think I'm like you right now, the sexual part is like, it's fine and it's there, but it's like, I want to do more. And it's not fully, you know, like out of the picture because I still enjoy that part of, you know, certain porn or certain like, you know, aspects of the cross-dressing that makes the sexual stuff more, you know, stimulating, if you will. But yeah, I'm so glad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, I, I say we, but like our, the entire community has, you know, really pushed and evolved and everything to like not live inside of a box, right? We're trying to break out and understand that it's a, it's mm-hmm. a spectrum. It's, you know, wide range. There's everybody's a little bit different in one way, shape or, or another. Um, and that, that includes everybody, whether they're, you know, as part of the LGBTQ plus community or, or not, you know, everybody is a little bit different. So why are we trying to classify people in, in a certain thing and say that cross dressers are, fetishists and like Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. yes some of them are um but that doesn't that doesn't say who everybody is um i had this conversation with the the person that i that i told about myself yesterday that this girl has a daughter and her first reaction was like oh i would have a problem if you know a trans person walked into the bathroom with my daughter and i said well, why? Why? Yeah. Um, well, because I don't know what they're going to do to my daughter. And I said, I'm going to tell you what they're going to do with your daughter. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> right. Like right. you're you're <laughs> classifying something that, you know, one or two or like a, a very, very small number in relation to like the entire community, like have done. 
like, yes, it's happened where, you know, somebody had just had the intention of, you know, sneaking into a women's bathroom, you know, to commit a crime or to be creepy. But the majority of people are just trying to use the restroom. Like that's, yeah, there, there's no other intention other than that. It's go in, do your business, check your makeup and go back out to your friends or whatever, whatever the case is. That's, that's legitimately, legitimately all it is. So, you know, don't, don't like classify one media story that, that you hear that, you know, the media has blown up because it's a story to say that that is now related to the entire community and whatnot. Right, right, right. Yeah, I was going to wonder, like, where do they get these this story? Like, <laughs> I've, I've heard this, like, imaginary story or this theoretical. I'm like, I've never heard of it being a cross-dresser or a trans person on a kid. Like, right? Like, I'm like, wait, what? When has this happened? I, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's, you know, media trying to, like, make a story and blow up and, you know, in a way, just kind of, like, fear-monger to discriminate against a community, which is wrong on so many levels, but like, that's, that's just the impression that a lot of people have and credit to, you know, my friend who I, I told the other day, like after explaining the situation, he was like, Oh, well, I guess you're right. Like actually being open to, you know, an explanation and listening rather than just being set in a certain mindset. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Look at education working. Who knew? Who knew if we actually learned and talked to one another and not berate yeah. other people like, how dare you? You know, because you could have taken it the other way. Like, who the fuck told you that shit and just started yelling at your friend? Like, why the fuck is this? What is wrong with you? And they'd be like, wait, no, but that's the truth. You're like, what? Yeah, what? what? Yeah. What, what a shock that people can actually learn and, you know, be educated on something that they don't know about or don't understand. Right, exactly. Because that's the current culture today is if you don't understand something, you're going to be either yelled at or canceled, right? Like if I kept calling you Thea like the whole time and you'd be like, uh, well, you don't know me. You don't know my name. And I'd be like, oh, actually, it's Thea. I'm like, oh, well, hang up. I that helped me out. No, no it, it's quite okay. Um, my whole name has kind of been a, a journey, you know, in of itself um, when I had kind of kind of adopted this name um i had i had pronounced it thea uh, which was just how i pronounce it when when i first decided upon it um but after Mm -hmm. after speaking with a bunch of other people and you know introducing myself as now i'm gonna say thea that's how everybody else just just pronounced it so it was a lot of just correcting people and saying, well, it's actually Thea rather than Thea. But I've also done a little bit of education on my own. And there are people with that name. Again, not a common name, but there are people out there and it's always pronounced Thea. And at that point, I was still just very, very early on in the name. And I asked myself, like, do I mind? Am I set on Thea versus Thea? And I had decided that it, it doesn't make a difference to me either way. So I'm just going to kind of go with the more popular pronunciation. And so, yeah, it's, it's been Thea for, for a while now, but again, I, it doesn't bother me if somebody mispronounces it, just figured I'd mention something at the, the start right. of the podcast. Right. No, that's perfect. And the irony is, of course, I have a cousin named 
Thea. Oh, really? <laughs> so it's like, oh, there's another one here. Oh, it's actually Thea. <laughs> Damn it. Come on. Come on, well, cousin. For, forget everything I said for the last minute because I I thought that I was unique in in saying Thea versus Thea. But No, but that's the beauty though, right? Because you think like, you know, nobody knows what you're nobody you try to be different and you try to be, you know, stuff with who you're and then you realize actually there's this whole subset of people that have the exact same thing, which is ideal like which is kind of the uh, you know thing with cross-dressing people and trans people if especially if you're from somewhere that you don't experience or see other people who have similar mindsets or similar um interests or hobbies or you you know with cross-dressing or being transgender you think if you know the internet didn't exist or if you didn't see it on tv you just be like oh man i must be the only person in the world <laughs> and then you're like and then you go online or you meet other people, or you go to the kick or you go to like, you know, look up podcasts and you're like, wait, there are other crossdressers out there. Hold on. Wait a minute. Huh? This is wild. I think we can all <laughs> say that we, we went through that, you know, growing up, like, you know, if for anybody who, you know, had, you know, picked this up from, you know, a young age and whatnot, it's, you know, the thought of, you know, is this normal? Like, is this okay? Um, and whatnot. Like I'm, I'm certainly in the minority, you know, with, with everything that, you know, I'm doing and whatnot. And then you actually research it and you're like, wow, there's a lot more people that, you know, cross-dress than I would have ever thought in my life. It's not, it's not that uncommon. It's not, you know, that like quote unquote weird, you know, it's, there's a lot of people that, that actually do. And then everybody does it for a different reason, but it's still, it's still out there. So it's like, we're not alone, so to speak as, as crossdressers. Mm -hmm. And as trans people, there's such varying degrees of how you utilize, you know, cross-dressing, assuming the binary, right. Being like man or woman, but certain, same with the trans uh, community, same with like being non-binary or gender non-conforming. You just don't know until you reach out until you find, um, you know, communities that have, um, similar interest, which is both good and bad. There is, that is, it's also a double-edged sword because sometimes you do get pigeonholed in certain communities where everyone's like, no, we have to do it this way. And you're like, well, what about, what about this way, guys? <laughs> I don't know if you experienced that in your click communities yet. Uh, no, I, I haven't kind of been, as you said, pigeonholed or anything along those lines. Every, everybody's okay. been, good, good, good. you know, pretty much open mm -hmm. to, to just about everything. Um, which I guess I guess I'm lucky for. Uh, yeah, that's great. But mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean there's there's just there's so many people out there that, however, I'm gonna speak to the listeners directly. Like however you are feeling and whatever you're going through, like you're not alone. There's somebody else that thinks and feels the same way that that you do, and it's just realizing that and finding that community and embracing it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what you kind of did in the pandemic, right? You kind of were able to discover yourself and then learn about, I mean, you found the podcast last year where you're like, oh, wow, there's, there's other people out there who like talking about their experiences and doing this kind of thing, right? Yeah, you, you kind of have a, uh, a, a niche thing here, Giselle, because there, there's not, or at least when I was searching a year ago, there weren't too many cross-dressing related podcasts. So you kind of hit a little little niche category here and... Yeah, yeah. How many ep how many episodes yeah, are you into now? Like this, this thing has really, uh, really evolved. So yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we're like one 
10 right now. I'm recording this on the 20th of May of 2021. We're at like 110, 109. That's um, awesome. But it's funny because yeah, it's crazy because we're a niche of a niche of a niche, right? Like it's like, all right, let's talk about trans issues. Okay. Within transgender issues, you, you're going to go to cross-dressing. Okay. With cross-dressing, you're going to go into like uh, gender. Like it's very, it's gender, then it's the transgender, and then it's the cross-dressing. And then it's like, and then it like when I first started, it was like, let's just talk about the cross-dressing aspect. And then I realized, oh, I, I can't just focus on that because there is more and it evolves like you're saying to more and more and more ideas and, and stuff that I couldn't just talk about like my sex. <laughs> this is the first like three episodes of me talking about like, hey, I had <laughs> sex with these trans people. Weird. A lot, <laughs> right? a lot, of, a lot of great stories. If anybody has not listened before, go, <laughs> go back and listen. A lot of great stories. Right. And then I'll probably get back to it because back then, right, I was still new to it. I just was like, really, seriously, I just started the podcast to, to say, you know what? I'm going to talk about my sex stories because people will want to hear that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they did. And then I got better as like a communicator and better at the podcasting medium. So I was able to talk into a mic better instead of like a lapel mic in the freaking hallway of, I don't know, like like the Sistine Chapel, basically, where you can hear me from an echo, and I didn't know how to. You could hear the stops, and you're like, "Is is Giselle done? Oh, she is. Oh, there's a beep. Is that a beep? I, you know, it's the whole the whole editing thing. So I'm better at it. So, anyways, just getting to back to the podcast and being able to expand or being able to, and really, the quality of guests have just been so good. It's been like like yourself, like just reaching out, like, hey, you know what? And the feedback has just been like, hey, you're really good at this. You should continue. Would you like me to be on that? I'm like, yes, yes. And <laughs> I just want people on here to tell their stories like yourself. Like your story is so relatable. A lot of people, um, I think we've had maybe like three or four people from the Northeast. Uh, I don't know. But um, they all have such interesting stories because what you're experiencing in the Northeast, people are experiencing in the Midwest, people are experiencing in the South, people are experiencing here in, here in the West Coast, even around the world which is people might think, oh, this must be a, just a California thing. <laughs> like, no, no, they have it in the East Coast too. Right. See, I mean, it, there yeah. certainly are slightly different, you know, beliefs and everything like that in, you know, different areas of the world and whatnot. And I'm lucky enough that, you know, up here in the Northeast, for the most part, um, you know, a, a very like liberal mindset and very accepting to anything that's not like quote unquote normal, so to speak. It's, it's a little bit more accepting in the Northeast and probably it is down like down in the Bible belt or whatnot, where you have people that are very religious and, you know, it go by the Bible. Like it says in the Bible, you know, a man should lay with a woman and so to speak, it's, I'm not going to, I'm not a religious person by any means. I'm not going to downplay um, anybody else's beliefs or anything along those lines, but like, just let people live. If 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 if, some, right. if somebody's <laughs> right. happy right. doing right. something and it doesn't affect your life directly, then why do you care? Yeah, right, right. But people people will find a way to make it about themselves. So don't don't underestimate people. They will. Find yeah, it just it <laughs> it's it's puzzling. It's it's almost comical how people always find a way to make it about themselves. It's just just let people live. People people are just trying to be happy <laughs> right. and live their own life. You don't need to tell them how to live their life. Yeah, it's hard enough living sometimes, and now you want to throw yourself in there. Like, what do you, what do you, what, huh? What are you talking about? Get away exactly. from me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super excited that Thea has come out and played, uh, especially to come on the podcast. You were, you were kind of, kind of hesitant there, which is totally understandable. Like when people listen. To oh, I was, I was downright fearful. <laughs> and now look at you, freaking like 
but social butterfly. Look, look you're just talking your ass off. I love it. Yeah. Anything but a social yes. butterfly, but uh, we'll we'll oh, get well. we'll get that impression for right now. <laughs> I mean, you're killing it right now. People love. I'm sure people loving listening to you because again, every every listener, every guest we've had has had at least some, you know, um, effect or kind of like you know impression left on a listener, like a listener to say, hey, you know. That person, like Megan, Megan had a great thing. I relate to that part. And they're just like, thank you for that story. Because I'm like, well, no, like, thank Megan. Megan's the right. one who's experiencing it. And now you're just admitting to it. It's like, this is the this is why I do the podcast for you all to understand, like, oh, yeah, so-and-so had that experience. What was that like? Because I wonder, you know, that's, that's, that's human nature. And that's what makes life so awesome to, like, hear stories from other people being, oh, yeah, wow, sex, and, huh? Is that what a penis is? Okay. And, it, and it's honestly just so great to, like, hear the evolution with people like having me getting back and um, having her from her first episode to, you know, her most recent, just the, you know, the change in confidence level and everything was, was absolutely amazing. And I, I had messaged her saying, saying so after I listened to the episode. Um, so um, just, just seeing that transition with people, you know, over time and, you know, further down their, their own journey and their own path you know, is, is amazing in of itself. I mean, we're going to have you back right in the year and you're going to be like, oh yeah, so I, I entered a pageant this year. Yeah. And you know, I did this and now I'm like, I'm like the top person on Instagram. I'm like, all right, Thea, Jesus Christ. Like, what are you? Yeah. Huh? Let's um, maybe, maybe pinch yourself, Giselle, because I think you just took a nap there and you're dreaming. <laughs> um, but- I don't know. You heard, you heard Megan last year being the quietest person and being like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then freaking this latest episode of her. <laughs> yeah. And this latest episode of her, you're like, who the fuck? Did did someone, is someone talking for Megan? Because is this the same Megan from last year? Like talking Living to this life. So <laughs> don't, just don't underestimate your own self. Because even in a year of talking to you since last year, you've already evolved so much, right? You've got to tell I, me. I, so I definitely will say I have, yes. Yes, yes. And and I'm sure your makeup game, like you talk about, is fucking on point now. I've seen some of your photos, girl. Some of those were filters earlier, but now you're like, okay, this girl is doing a little more. Okay. okay. Uh, I, right? I definitely <laughs> will still classify myself as, as a extreme beginner with makeup, but I I am kind of a perfectionist. So it'll it'll take me, you know, probably anywhere between two and three hours to get to a point where I want to take a photo. So it's it's not it's not a not a quick mm. process. Of course not. And and everyone starts somewhere. No one became Picasso overnight. You know, everybody has their thing. And what will take three hours now will probably take an hour in a year. What will probably take uh, 30 minutes in that. And then you'll just be doing it in your sleep. You're like, oh, done. You're like, all right. Yes, geez. <laughs> pra- practice makes perfect with it for sure. But yeah, it's I'm mm-hmm. from from how I started a year ago and, you know, visiting that that makeup artist to, you know, kind of where I am now, like getting that first impression on what is possible and then being able to add my own touches to things and try, try different things and see how they look. Um, it's just, mm-hmm. it's fun. You know, it's, it's something that allows me to put a smile on my face and, you know, just jumping into a, a slightly like deeper topic. You know, I, I do struggle with, with things like depression, like honestly, probably a lot of us do at times. And the one thing that, I've always been able to come back to that I've been able to get a smile put on my face or kind of forget about what's bothering me is 
becoming Thea. Yes, yeah. So it's a stress reliever too. Is that is that when you when you do transform, or is this become like a you know a weekly thing, or when do you become? Thea? Um, so I I kind of go through go through cycles. So I'll I'll hit a period of time where you know I just all about it, and every single thought in my mind is is Thea, and you know I will want to be dressed at every moment of the day. I'll you know, come home and just put a little bit of makeup on just for, for no reason whatsoever and just be all about it. And that'll kind of last for a few weeks. And then that kind of starts to fade. And now I'm not dressing every single day. Now I'm starting to dress like every other couple days. Then it turns into like once a week. And then I kind of go through a period of time where Thea almost isn't a part of my life. And Mm. then all of a sudden, like it, the cycle starts back over. And, you know, this is all probably over the course of a couple months from, you know, start to finish of that cycle. And it's just embracing it when, when Thea's around and in my mind and, and then just living, living life, you know, when like she's not around, so to speak. But yeah, it's just, I've, I've gone through gone through that cycle come to come to recognize that that's what it is and um you know i it's not that i i follow that like to a t or whatever and say that okay now like this week Thea's not around so i i can't indulge in any you know part of anything that's like considered feminine it's if i get the urge like i'm gonna do it but that's just generally speaking that's kind of how things have transpired for a while okay now are you you do you get gender dysphoria at all do whenever you see thea at all in the mirror when you're all dressed up it's not like i need to do this more often or is it sort of just like well this is fun for now or is this stress reliever like you're saying and this is okay so i i read a a little thread on twitter not too long ago and it was kind of the the difference between gender dysphoria and gender euphoria and it just it was it hit home so I, I wouldn't say that I have any gender dysphoria, but certainly gender euphoria. So like when I when I see myself, you know, as Thea, like it's puts a smile on my face. Like I feel happy, a ton of, you know, serotonin mm-hmm. flowing through my ba- brain, um, every electrode hitting. Like I'm just all about it in a great mood and everything along those lines. But gender dysphoria... I, I wouldn't say, wouldn't say that. Mm, okay. Okay. So it just going into a, a little bit, you know, deeper with that. It's, you know, like gender dysphoria has always been, you know, kind of a like quote unquote symptom, you know, of transness and everything, but you know, euphoria, just feeling happiness when your body matches your gender. Mm-hmm. So like it could be, men growing a beard it could be women having smooth skin like just something that that makes them happy so to speak but the i i'm trying to think of the analogy that was utilized because again it just it made all the sense in the world and i want to say it was something about like relating your career so like if you're an engineer like you don't hate being an engineer but it has its perks there's there's good things about it pays good whatever the case is but you're your family's engineers, you just fell into, fell into that, but you, 
you've come to not enjoy it. And let's just say you wanted to be like a musician, but you'd never played a musical instrument before. But when you try it and everything, you just feel happy doing it. And being an engineer is kind of what, what almost fits you, like what, how you should have almost fallen in given no outside interference or whatever, just your whole family was, you're good at math, whatever the case is like, that's the career that fits well for you. But again, you don't enjoy it. You enjoy being a musician. Um, hmm. okay. And I, I don't remember everything, but like that whole thread was, was amazing. Um, I ha- I'll, I'll share something on um, my Instagram page, which I'm sure you'll, you'll share with people so people can, uh, can look at it. I, mm-hmm. I definitely recommend yeah. people looking at it cause it just made sense. Yeah. They'll harass you there. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds, that sounds like pretty spot on. Um, obviously we all just try and do what is expected of us from society. And then when it's just kind of tough, when your own like mental like not capacity but your just mental being well-being is kind of like no we need to do this <laughs> this is this is way better why don't we do this but you're like no society's telling me to do this my family's telling just me to do, do what this makes you happy like, that's that's the bottom line with it yeah yeah although that's hard because happiness is fleeting right it's not always like you know the um thou or this too shall pass sort of thing, right? Like there's always the, you shouldn't be too sad or too happy because it always just reverts back to a homeostasis, this like line of normalness. So whatever normal is, <laughs> but um, I I totally agree. Um, be happy um, and be yourself, I guess is so, the best way to put it, right? So yeah, um, just again, getting back to the question, it's, it's a lot more of just gender euphoria when I, you know, see myself in the mirror makeup on, you know, outfit on point, just I'm, I'm happy. It's not, it's not seeing, you know, my male self in the mirror and just kind of instantly being depressed and saying like, this is not me or anything along those lines. Um, That's not something that I had struggled with or have struggled with. For sure. That's good. I mean, um, you're lucky because a lot of people actually do, as you've heard on the podcast and other guests tell their stories. Um, but it, it's good to have that opposite where you're like, no, I've never had that. I'm great by myself. This is awesome. Because <laughs> there are those stories of people who are lucky like yourself who, again, don't have to go through gender dysphoria and just have the gender euphoria, which is a good thing. A good thing, I would say. That's it. Right. Um. What do you like to wear? Yeah. Like what is your go-to outfits? Cause I'm sure you have a closet full of crap, but what crap I, <laughs> do you like you to put what? on? I, I sense sort of that thing. being the next question. Um, we're, we're just on the same, same mind wave here. You know, we know, girl, we know it's like, okay, all right. What crap so, do you put on? Um, huh? <laughs> like, my whole goal and everything when, you know, I am Thea is just to, to blend in. Um, I don't want to draw attention. Um, I don't want, you know, if I do go out, which I have gone out a couple times um, in public, um, 
I don't want somebody to, you know, have the like, oh, damn, look at her in like a positive, attractive sense. I don't want to draw that. But at the same time, I don't want somebody to say like, oh, my God, is that a guy in a dress? I just I want to I want to blend in. I don't want to draw attention to myself whatsoever. So my style is just super casual day to day. Um, nothing flashy, just, you know, if it's like jeans on a top, like that, that's good. Um, so I, I don't have a huge wardrobe by any means. Um, I certainly need to expand it quite a bit. Um, you know, have a couple, you know, go to things, but, um, but yeah, my, my wardrobe is not crazy and it's, it's nothing flashy. Okay, well, where do you shop? Where do you get your outfits from? Well, it's it's been kind of kind of tough within the past year, um, you know, with COVID times and um, fitting rooms being closed and everything along those lines, and mm-hmm. um, you know, just trying to you know avoid public areas and whatnot. So a lot of things have just been you know purchased online through Amazon or whatever the case is, and going through the try on at home and then send it back and ask for another size, and you know that whole you know, hassle. Um, mm-hmm. Such a hassle. <laughs> yeah. Hate tell it. me about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's majority of stuff has been just online. I mean, I've, I purchased a few things in store in person and whatnot, but um, the majority of my, my wardrobe has just been online purchases. If I do, if I do go out, it's, okay. you know, I've picked up things from anywhere from Goodwill to, you know, Kohl's to Walmart, whatever the case is. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily have a favorite store. Okay. Have you gone out in public as the, uh, um, as, so I, I haven't gone out like, you know, to a bar or, you know, had a, a night out or anything along those lines, but, um, I have just gone out and like gone for a walk in a public park. Um, I've gone to target addressed, um, you know, I've just got in my car and just went for a drive. Um, but you know, mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't just gone out and like gone to a bar or anything along those lines. Um, but that day will come. And what do you think will take? What do you think it will take for that day to come? Uh, just being being in the right mindset and um, kind of kind of psyching myself up for it, and you know, feeling confident and just in an overall good mood, and you know, having you know a friend or something that I've shared this side of me with that is encouraging and supporting, and you know, somebody to go out with. Um, it's it's going to happen. It's, it's only a, a matter of when. Yeah, I'm waiting for it. And we're going to have you on the podcast again. And you're going to be like, yeah, it was fine. It was an amazing experience. Whatever. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yay. I'm yay. sure it'll be, yep. you know, Woo. not, non exciting, just, you know, normal, nothing, nothing really to report about. Um, but that's kind of a good thing too. It's a no news is good news type thing. 
<laughs> well, it, it also sounds like you're not a person who like seeks that kind of, I mean, you might, I guess <clears throat> those kind of like crazy adventures. Some people do. Some people do. You're just like trying to go about your day as Thea. You're like, no, this, this is fun. This is, this is you're very, you're very like, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm, way, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to cool? live a normal life. I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not really trying to be a different person, you know, when I'm Thea, I'm just going out and I'm dressed different. That's, that's really the only thing I'm, I'm still the same person. I still have, you know, same interests and hobbies and everything along those lines. It's just, I, I'm dressed as Thea or I'm not. That's literally the only difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you don't have a different personality as Thea. You're just, you're just, Thea, male, female mode. Thea. Right. Yeah, it's <laughs> with a dress. You know, and again, the only other difference is like which bathroom I'm going to end up using. Um, which again, I'm not looking to interact with anybody in there. Um, so that's yeah. It yeah, you're not yeah. trying to put leave, kids, leave the kids right? alone. I get it, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's only it's only a matter of time as to when. I, I like go out to a bar or like have a, you know, a night out, you know, as the, like it's, it's going to happen. It's just when I have the time and everything just, everything just clicks and again, have a friend to go out with. So I have to ask though, one of the more contentious questions for cross dressers or trans people, um, do you believe in pat? Well, do you believe in passing privilege? Is it important? And do you have it? Three, three questions in one. Um, about that. So, like, yes and no. <laughs> exact answer you wanted, right? Yes and no. Um, not, not, not <laughs> yeah. non non-committal. Mm -hmm. um, so, so <laughs> love it. Yeah. Me personally, like, if I if I go out, I'm going to make every effort to to pass. And again, my, my whole intention is just to blend in. I don't want to draw attention, um, you know, on, on either side. I just, I just want to blend in. So yes, I want to pass. And, um, I think I do. And that's truly what matters. Like what, what I think, no, not, not really what somebody else thinks. Um, but again, to, to each their own, if, you know, if you don't pass, but you're still confident and you're still going to own it and you want to just have a good time, like go have a good time. That's, um, so again, my, my personal belief and everything doesn't have to fall on anybody else. I, I certainly do want to pass when I go out publicly, but I don't think that that's a necessary thing that everybody has to fall into that. Yeah, and I also feel like you're a person of confidence. Like you're very, you know what you want. I know you may sound you're like, oh, I don't know. I'm really shy. I'm like, no, you're not. You fucking, you're, you know what you want. You're very, you, you're, you're gonna get it. Like you said, you're a perfectionist. You're gonna make it work. I don't know if you believe me. I, feel, I feel like I have you, you fooled know. here, Giselle. <laughs> oh. You got me and all the four listeners. Oh, we come have, on, give so. yourself credit. Yeah, you're doing, There's you're more doing than great. Six. At Fuck right. six. Well, okay. well, it's gonna be six because it would have been seven <laughs> if I wasn't on this one. That's true. Um, you're right. No, I'll, I'll still listen to my own. So you're gonna be at seven. 
It's perfect. Yes, I need those. I need that seventh person. It makes me feel better. So, yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, again, you feel you you feel confident. You seem confident. Um, I don't know. Um, or you're a good liar, which is both great attributes for someone who's looking for a potential mate in the future. So, I don't know. No, it's it's <laughs> honestly just how you feel, and if you're if you can be confident in that moment and you know psych yourself up and you know just kind of be okay with who you are and just again own a situation then then you're fine um i i definitely suffer with confidence issues um but there there's times when i just feel confident and i'm going to i'm going to own it and i'm going to live up to everything and live my best life but that's kind of the the minority of the time um, for me, unfortunately, right now. But working on it. Yeah, yeah. Again, we're, we're not expecting you to be, you know, social butterfly tomorrow, which I think you already are. But, um, you know, we're working on it. We'll get there. <laughs> like Megan. We'll work on you like Megan. Oh, it's, a, <laughs> it, it's a process. It's it's small steps to, to make giant leaps. That's... That's what it is. So there, there's a there's a few things that I'm working on, and you know, again, I I will agree that I've made you know a lot of strides within this past year, and you know, that's only only going to continue. And I am all for it, a girl. Like, do your thing. Like, I've already seen some of your photos. Um, I don't know. Um, you're looking great. I mean, you're going to post more. I figure, right? You got to uh, post more, right? Eventually, I will. Eventually, I will. My the next time that I I glam up, um, I'll certainly take a few. So I ha- I haven't been the mm-hmm. um, most active one in you know regular photo posting, but um, there will there will be more. Mm-hmm. And, and is this going to take some time? Is that all it needs? It, is that it's all you time need? again. It's just getting into the right mindset. Um, you know, just feeling myself and again, being confident and having the time to put into myself. Like I said, it's, it's not a, it's not a short process and, um, working on this mug of a face that I have. Uh, and we all have mugs. It just depends how you paint it, right? (laughs) Yeah. It's it's not, it's not the greatest canvas, but, um, at the end of the day, you know, we, we do what we can with it. I mean, makeup does wonders, you know, and makeup did okay to my face. So I'm sure it's going to do gorgeous things to your face. And you're, you look great already. I've seen some of your photos. Yeah. And people love filters. I don't know what your thoughts on filters are, but like, do you think you need them still? Or do you feel like you're just going to start posting them? Like, what, what, I mean, what I'll, do you think? I'll toss a filter on, on some photos and then like, I'll leave, leave some without. And, um, it's, it's kind of a, a love hate with filters. Like they're always going to look you, make you look a little bit better. But, you know, it's, it's taking some of the authenticity away and, you know, kind of embracing some of the flaws that, you know, everybody has. Um, there's this, you know, stigma about, you know, self-image and everybody that has to be completely perfect and perfect is unattainable. So you're going to use everything, every single thing that you can to try to get you closer to you know, what you consider perfect and filters are going to make your photos look better. But 
like I said, you lose a little bit of authenticity and, you know, embracing those minor flaws that we all have. Yeah. I mean, we all are our worst critics. I've said it before. And so anything that we think is like, you know, oh my God, that's the worst thing ever. Everyone's all like, wait, what? You have a blemish? Where? I didn't, I didn't see it. I, I missed it. Can you point it out? Because I don't yeah, you know. Like, you're the one what, that's what? staring what? for two hours in the mirror trying to, you know, correct something that nobody else is going to pay attention to or, you know, nobody's sizing, sizing up your entire face for, you know, hours on end trying to find, you know, mm-hmm. some type of flaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're all flawed human beings. We embrace our flaws. The ones who embrace our fl- their flaws seem to do way better and are more confident. You should you way. should embrace your flaws. Like that's that's what that's what makes you human. I agree. I agree. And I don't know, girl. I mean, that's why, like you said, with the love hate relationship with uh, filters, it's like then everyone becomes the same or becomes kind of like you know this like chiseled face and all this like weird, I don't know. It just looks, it's like softer features. It's like, I don't know. Not everyone has that. um, I I mean it. And again, this, this was, you know, kind of starting because I think it, I think it came out right around the time or, you know, maybe just before I went for that, that makeup lesson I've mentioned a few times that um, filter on Snapchat that will, it's the, my twin one. So it'll, you know, kind of revert you into a female and then there are ones that'll show you a guy and then the ones that'll show you you know old and whatnot just utilizing that one also and kind of again it's a filter but it's like wow i can i can actually look like this presenting female um type thing that one was a little bit of a i guess confidence boost or whatever just saying like that that's possible with the right makeup and, and everything. Maybe not to that level, but at least close. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm super excited that you came on the podcast because I can look back on how scared you were. <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to revert back to this when I have you back in a year or less and see how much again you've evolved and you're going to laugh at this and you're going to hear yourself and you're gonna be like, what was I scared of? <laughs> <laughs> right like what, what what are you scared of i don't know how do you feel now after being on the podcast for an I hour i mean it's been <laughs> talking to me it's been kind of what what i expected and you know again a year ago i i wasn't ready for this but where where i am in my journey and kind of sharing just with other people you know a little bit more about myself and everything like mm-hmm. it's just it's just another conversation um you know it's yeah. there's the fear of oh my God, is somebody going to listen to this podcast that, you know, I'm like not out to as Thea and, you know, are they, are they now going to recognize my voice? And like, is this blowing my cover, so to speak? Like that's, that's always a fear. Same thing with any type of like social media. Like is somebody going to stumble upon, you know, my social media profile? But the reality is like, if somebody, if somebody mm-hmm. does, that means they were looking for it. So, like, mm-hmm. there's some yeah. type of, you know, interest or curiosity on their end. So, it's like, why why be afraid of it? Just, yeah. just go for it. Totally agree. Um, 
you know, before I end on the well, my last question, I ask everyone. But um, you you were on the podcast. Do you recommend other people to be on the podcast, like to do what you did? I don't know. I I think that goes uh, unsaid at this point. I I definitely do definitely do recommend. Um, again, a, a year ago when you had asked me, it was oh no way, not not a chance, not a chance. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, yeah. You know, here yeah. it is. Like I caught you like right after your your little break that you took and. Um, it was like, you know, Hey, are you still interested in doing an interview? And you were all about it. And so here we are. Um, so yeah, if there's, there's no reason to be afraid. Um, just, it's a, it's a conversation that we're having, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's easy. I'm not going to, there's no gotcha questions. I don't say, what were you doing, you know, to your wife and this, this, and you're like, what? Why those that? You're like, what? How do you not do that to your mother? Or like, I'm like, why, why, why would I ask those questions? I don't, people get so scared. I'm like, I'm not going to ask those questions. Like, unless you want me to, but like, what are they? I'm not here to, you know, for the, you know, the shock factor. And although some of the, some of the things have been said in certain interviews that has been shocking, but that's not what I was going for. I'm like, well, those are all. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I turn around people, and like, but... I'll, I'll say that I'm, yeah. I'm not the most interesting person. Like that's kind of the opinion that I have of myself, but you know, you, 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 uh-huh. Which but is, you're you a liar before. Oh, like okay. I've, I've heard different things on, you know, different guests that you've had that have kind of resonated with me. And, you know, there may be things that I've said here on this podcast that resonate with somebody else. So, um, you know, if it ultimately, if it helps one person on their journey and kind of allows them to look at things from a different way or help them, you know, on a path to acceptance or whatever the case is, then like it's, it's all worth it. Right. I agree. And if you're going to love all those other guests there, you're going to love this one. By the way, it's you. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see so when you get it up and, and I take a listen and I'll, I just, my face will probably just turn, turn beet red and I'll be embarrassed. And, um, Hey, Perfect. uh, would, would you mind That's taking this for. down please? Yeah, exactly. Can you, uh, can you erase, um, second zero zero one to, uh, one and, uh, one hour and 10 and 48 yeah. seconds, please. Yeah, Thanks. Just, just get great. rid of Thank the whole you. thing. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's my, you motherfucking bitch. You, <laughs> you made me edit all that. You're like, yeah, you know what? I'll just go ahead and delete all of it. Yeah. Thanks. That was yeah. great. You, it was an like, awesome thank, like, ah, thank you for wasting all my time that I, that I spent on getting this up. Um, <laughs> it's fine. That's fine. I don't mind if that's what, no, that's the thing. If you don't want me to release this, fine. I won't. I really won't. Completely fine. Okay. Cool. You had, you heard that. You heard that here i'm saving that part and i'm gonna play it play there you go you there you go lying to me um <laughs> no uh consent given to uh, to post yes v- verbal yes. consent you heard that verbal bitches. consent you heard that call my lawyer call my lawyer <laughs> i like it's, it's like an advanced directive like i'm gonna for some reason you're you're <laughs> relaying all your like power of attorney to be. I'm like, what the fuck? No, I'm just going to release it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but that's the thing, right? Because that fear of yours is what, I don't know, exists. And that's what a lot of guests might feel too, like you did. And that's why I'm always trying to like make sure that you're totally, people understand that this doesn't have to happen. Like I can delete it. So yeah, I'm I mean, just putting that out there anyway. It's not, it's not definitely not anyway. something that anybody has to do to be a guest on your podcast or anything yeah. along those yeah. lines. Um, you know, it's frankly, it's not going to be for anybody, but, 
you know, for, for those past guests that have just wanted to share their story, like their, their stories have been entertaining, um, you know, and Hey, why not share my story too? So that's, that's been my thought process right now. So that's where we are. So. Yes. And again, when you become this humongous, like big star cross-dressing person from New England, from the East Coast, and you're just like, that's where, that was where I started. Look how big I like, and you're going to look at this and people are going to hear this and be like, that's where they, they started. Wow. They're going to be like, oh man, look at, look at her. So yeah, although, it's just going to be great to see all those listen numbers that it out there, you yeah. know, are going to come to your podcast afterwards and everything. So my star power drawing everybody to your podcast. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly. Hey, again, be careful what you wish for, because you're going to be upset wow. when I get all eighteen wow. listeners on this episode. It's going to be insane. I'm going to double my previous, triple my previous. You know, eighteen. There you go. That's tripling. You're going to. I'm going to put that. I'm going to. That'll be the slogan. Tripled numbers wow. from Tia. Just like whoa, bl- blowing wow. up now. <laughs> Seriously, exponential rise. Num- to the number one on the numbers. podcast chart. <laughs> Yes, there my go. podcast charts, ET. <laughs> Anyways, I'll, I'll I'll stop rambling on because I know it's late over there. It's almost ten o'clock. Uh, That's almost bedtime for you, right? Yeah, thirty-three year olds. I, I <laughs> just it, It's it's an old body that I'm living in. So, <laughs> there you I, go. dinner dinner at three thirty uh, in the anyway. afternoon. You know, at for, right for sure early bird dinner um, at three with yeah. with my grandparents and whatnot. <laughs> like I'm, I'm right there with them. Um. Of course. But, but no, no, we're good. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, anyways, you know, I always end my interviews and my curious conversations with the grand question. I'm sure you already have an answer to it. I've already heard it, but I'm sure you'll have maybe a different answer to it. But in a perfect world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender, what does that look like to you? Yeah. So I, I've thought about a like a long answer and like how I can elaborate on an answer for this but i just keep coming back to two words and it's just complete acceptance so um Mm. that's Mm -hmm. great that's all i really ask for and that's i think that's all we should just ask for this as a society is just accept people for who they are and whatever makes them happy. And as I mentioned earlier, like if it doesn't affect you in your day-to-day life and doesn't affect you personally, why do you care what somebody else does and what makes them happy? Um, and again, people will be selfish and find a way to make it about themselves, but that doesn't, it doesn't make it right or okay. Just people should live their life and not be, you know, in fear of, you know, danger or people talking about them or, you know, whispering, just, just go about your life. I mean, that's one of the best answers I've heard. I mean, it's the latest answer I've heard. So that's always the best answer. Um, so thank you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's no uh, complete acceptance. That's all you need. Fuck everyone else. Do your own thing. I mean, yeah. What, what, what if you're not pissing yeah, you anyone off? You don't have to piss somebody fuck? off. It's just you know? like, why, why is somebody so concerned about what somebody else is doing? It's, it's that's, that's puzzling to me. Agreed. Agreed. People, again, always want to make it about themselves for some reason. You're like, this has nothing to do with you, mom. (laughs) Megan's mom, right? Come on. Leave her her alone. Leave her alone. Yeah, Megan's mom, man. (laughs) Leave her be. 
Jeez. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, uh, girl, amazing. I'm so glad you came on the podcast. I'm just like enthralled and just exact, super fucking super happy. You were able to tell your story. Girl, do you want to give any shout outs to your Instagram page or any shout outs to those and your, your um, socials? Sure. I mean, first, I'm just going to say thank you for having me. Um, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's always, it's always great just to, you know, talk about, talk about myself. Right. But no, just, you know, share my story. Um, again, a year ago, I was afraid I didn't want to have this conversation, but you know, I've basically said the same thing to a bunch of people over the, you know, past year. Um, a lot more, even I mentioned those, those people that I've met on Bumble BFF, like I've had the pretty much the same conversation um, with a lot of different people. And like, it's just what I enjoy, what makes me happy. Um, so thank you for this platform and everything. Um, I, I mentioned Twitter. I don't really use Twitter too often. I'm not going to post a whole lot there. Um, but Instagram could be somewhere if somebody wants to, to reach out. I believe right now it's set to private, but um, that kind of fluctuates back and forth. Um, but it's Thea dot rose underscore cd mm-hmm. and thea spelled t-h-e-a dot r-o-s-e just to you know correct if everyone's T-H-E-A confused about Thea's spelling r-o-s-e <laughs> underscore cd yes yes well prepare for the hundreds and thousands of non uh messages you'll probably get three well, or four so. three or four <laughs> more than i get on a, on a daily basis right now so um yeah so yeah send, send yeah. over questions whatever whatever people have um we'll do yeah. yes and message you and they'll be harassing you about stuff so but thank you girl so much for being on the podcast you've been amazing yes 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 um and nothing else to say um yeah again thank great. you again for the platform yeah. um you know great job with the the podcast i absolutely love it um glad i just stumbled upon it by accident, um, you know, a year ago, but, um, loyal <laughs> listener on my end and glad that yeah. I'm now kind of part of the yeah. cross Yas podcast family. Lore. Yes. You're part of the lore. You will be back. Always. I always recommend if you want to join the po- uh, Patreon, you can, if you, if you want to, but also understanding, you know, but it's there, help us out, support us. You're an amazing girl. I'll send you, um, some Q and a questions and I'll edit this soon and i'll maybe get back to you within the month of some edit yeah, whenever, whenever you bit. have time like, you know i'll get you girl get you uh anyways love All you right. girl good night bye some rest bye and finally the miscellany yes and that was my curious conversation with thea and it was another fun one so funny that i couldn't say thea's name right but i got there eventually I'm glad she corrected me because, you know, our names are important and it's a good thing to be upfront and let people know that they're saying it wrong. But I'm glad Thea was able to come on the podcast to tell her story. And if you are hearing her story and don't want to tell your story just yet like she didn't, well, don't worry. I'll be waiting until you're ready. You know how to reach me. Email me, Giselle, at crossyaspodcast.com. DM me on Instagram at crossyaspodcast or chat me up on our Discord because I'm really excited to hear from you. Seriously. But that's all. Remember, nobody cares. So do whatever you want, wear whatever you want, within reason. And I'm here to help you succeed. So let me know what you need. Because I love you, you know. And if you know people who need some love or can benefit from this podcast, 
share this podcast with them. Tell anybody and everybody about this podcast, because I want to help as many people as I can with these episodes, so yeah, go tell someone. That's it, though. Have a great day, and until next time, as always, keep it fresh, stay blessed, and remember, you're gorgeous! Again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story. Have others come on the podcast to share their story to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender a bit more. 